0: Family, we are starting a new series. Uh, Sorry, we're continuing, right? (laughs) We continue with our Silent Night teaching series. Uh, It's a powerful teaching series. We started last week about the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Uh, We started. Hi. How are you doing, guys? (laughs) Are you good? Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. Hallelujah. Therefore, we're going to be continuing on our teaching series on Silent Night, but this morning we're going to be focusing on peace on earth. Peace on earth. Eh? It's a question, right? Eh? Peace on earth. Peace on earth. Therefore, follow us on the screen. If you're joining us on, if you're joining us online, please just go to to the notes. You can get the notes of the message via CFCPaternos dot online dot church. Then you can you will get the notes of the message there. You can just get them and download them from there and keep them. If you're joining us via Facebook, you can just follow us on the screen behind me here. You know, uh, you will see all the scriptures there. And thank you again for joining us family let us confess together let's say father I thank you that I'm about to hear your word and I seek and as I hear your word it shall strengthen me it shall empower me in the mighty name of Jesus thank you Lord that your word is true that your word is reliable and I can live by the word of God in Jesus name Amen and amen. Let's read from the book of uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 6 to 7. It says, while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her, to her firstborn a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger. Because there was no room for them in the inn. In this Christmas season, really, this is what it's all about: the birth of Christ. The Bible says here, you know, you know, she wrapped him in cloth, she covered him and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I think this was this was God orchestrated that if Jesus was born in the inn in a hotel, some would say, no, he didn't die for us because we we do not have the status to afford an inn. But he was born in the manger. Hallelujah. The worst place (laughs) that one can find themselves sleeping in. You know, the worst place. He was born there to show that, you know, they could afford the inn. They could afford a hotel, right? (laughs) But they couldn't get a hotel and they were content to also be in the in a manger because they knew what they were carrying hallelujah what is important in our lives for us to live in peace for us to live in contentment is to understand what we carry hallelujah what we carry must not be must not be must not be determined or must not be encouraged or must not be discouraged by where we are hallelujah because they could have said, "How can we give birth to the King of the world in a manger?" It doesn't make sense, right? <laughs> Family, does it make sense? A king being born in a manger it doesn't make sense. But it was God showing us that He came. He came for the poor. He came for the rejected. He came for the destituted, and that's why we must have peace. Because God came so that we can. Jesus came so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Therefore the question this morning is that is the peace on earth can 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 the world give us peace? Can the world give us peace? That's the question that we should ask or we should ask we're asking this morning. The book of Luke chapter 12 verse verse 51, he says, "Do you think I came to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but division. <laughs> That's what Jesus says. Do you, think, do you think I came to bring peace on earth? He says, the answer says, no, but I came to divide. Hallelujah. What does that mean? It doesn't mean he's, he came to cause trouble, but it simply means he's not going to be accepted by everyone. Hallelujah. He's not going to be, Jesus did not come to be accepted by everyone. Because that's why he said, I came so that I didn't come to bring peace on the earth, but I came to bring division. In the book of John chapter 16 verse 33, he says, I told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world what does this mean if we take it from the also from the previous verse it simply means the the world will never have peace right but only in Christ we will have peace because he says he says so that in me you may have peace not in the world not in the earth but in him we may have peace he says take heart he says, he says, before that, he says, in this world, you will have what? You will have trouble. The, what the world offers to us is trouble. You know, as it starts, the world may lure us. The world may call us, you know, disguising in something that may give us peace. In something that we think it will satisfy us. I mean, I mean as you grow up, you know, I thought if I own a bicycle, you know, if I just, as I was growing, if I, if they can just buy me a bicycle, my world is complete. <laughs> Hallelujah. You get the bicycle and you realize the world is not complete. You still need more. You still need another thing. Hallelujah. Eh? I thought if I just buy my first car, if I just get the first car, you get that first car that you want. And you think, you know, you think the world will just be complete. And after that, you want another one <laughs> hallelujah. Buy your first house, say you know you're happy about your first house, you do your housewarming, and and you stay there for two weeks like I, sh- I want another one, <laughs> hallelujah! Because the world will never satisfy us, the world will never give us something that will give us eternal peace. Hallelujah. Therefore, it is in him in Christ that we will have peace. And peace doesn't mean everything is going good. Peace means contentment. I understand that he's in control. I understand that he will change my situation. And then that's that's where peace will come from and that's what we're going to we're going to talk about a lot uh, this morning. Hallelujah. Say with me, Father, I thank you that in Christ I find peace. In him I live. In peace, in Jesus' name. You know there there are things that un, that we call them unavoidable circumstances, right? We the world will will throw us unavoidable circumstances, something that you are not in control of. Hallelujah. Eh? You you have that right? Something somebody does something, and it impacts you. <laughs> like if I decide as a parent, right? I might decide, I might take a decision that will have an impact on my children. They are not in control of that. Hallelujah. We are not in control of of that. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 4, verse 20, it explains, it says, disaster follows disaster. When it says disaster, you are not in control of it. (laughs) Otherwise, you will not let it happen. Eh? He say, you know, the young people say, it was a, just a disaster, Anje, <laughs> You know? Then, then he says, disaster follows disaster. The whole land lies in ruin. For, for, for in, instance, in an instant, my tents are destroyed. My shelter in a moment. Hallelujah. There are, some, there are times where you just see things falling apart. Things, you try to fix this and there's no solution really. You are not finding the solution, Hallelujah. Those things will come across, Hallelujah. And what makes the difference? It is the peace that you have inside of you, <laughs> Hallelujah. What differentiates us? Because if things are if things are, are, are not happening the way you want, and you and you keep on worrying and worrying, what happens is that you dig a bigger hole for you for yourself if you don't have money maybe it's a financial lack and you see you're lacking what will happen is that you start approaching machonies you, you start approaching this and you start getting deeper deeper in debt and but if you have peace you will say god you are solving this you are perfecting that which contents me hallelujah i need to see you moving i need to see, and you hold on to that word that says he shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory you hold on to that when you hold on to that, then you will not be able, you will not go deeper and deeper. Because what the devil does, he throws something, he, tro- he throws a disaster and we entertain it and we go deeper in it. And he throws another one, you go deeper again and you find yourself, you are, can't move out now. You can't move out now. Therefore, there are sick. we must understand that there are unavoidable circumstances. That no matter what you do, hallelujah, you're not going to change them. It's only God who can change them. Hallelujah. The other things, the other things that we go through in this earth, it's unbearable people. <laughs> Hallelujah. All of us we have got those people that yo, you're like, Eesh. <laughs> unbearable. There's nothing you can do to change them. They are like that. Even if you can advise them, this is not the right They are not gonna do it, they are not gonna change. Unbearable people. Hallelujah. And when we when we and they can steal our peace. Because when you meet them, you're like, hey. but when you have peace, you'll keep your calm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Unbearable people. Listen to what listen to what David says in the book of Psalms. Psalms 109, verse 3. He says, with words of hatred they surround me. There are people who surround you with words of hatred who just speak bad about you. No matter what you do, you cannot please them. No matter, you know, there is nothing you can do about them. He says, with the words of hatred, they surround me. They attack me without cause. Hallelujah. Have you ever been attacked without cause? (laughs) And you ask yourself, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? There are such people, unbearable people on this earth. That's why we cannot expect peace from the things of the world. You expect everyone to love you, to like you, and there are people who are just going to hate you for nothing and speak bad about you for nothing. The the moment or the quicker you, you, you understand that, the better you will live in peace with everyone. Hallelujah. And the other situations, is unexplainable problems. There are things that happen and you can't explain them. You're just, you're just going through a challenge, but you, you don't know how it started. You don't know where it's coming from. You know you don't know when it's going to end. You are not in control of it. And it steals your peace. The book of Matthew chapter 27, verse 46 says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? This is Jesus asking he said, why have you forsaken me? I, he 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 cannot explain what he's going through. He said, Why have you forsaken me? He knew when he went, he, he, he knew when we went to the cross. That's gonna be unbearable. But when he was there, he started to ask, why am I going through this? Have yeah. <laughs> yeah? you asked yourself that? Why, why am I going through this? Why do I have to go through this? Hallelujah. These are unexplainable problems, unexplainable challenges. And we do not have to we don't have to consume our time worrying a lot about them. Because there's nothing you can do to solve them. Hallelujah. They will occupy your mind. You'll start to doubt God. You'll start to you start to, to be resent to be resentful. You'll start to, to be grumpy around people that you, you know, in with people or around people that you, you spend time with. You'll start to just be a person that you are not because of unexplainable problems. There was a time we were praying with Mama Tendo and whatever that we were praying for didn't come through and, and it was a very unexplainable challenge. <laughs> and and what, came to my, what came to my heart was that there are things that you'll ask questions and not have answers. Maybe one day you'll understand them, but don't dwell on wanting an answer at that time. Hallelujah. These are some of the unexplainable problems. Hallelujah. The moment you understand these are unexplainable. The moment you try to think about it and you see, I'm just going deeper and deeper. Reverse. And the Bible says, do not worry. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, eh? through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your request known unto God. And the Bible says, and the peace of God. That surpasses all understanding. That goes beyond every reasoning capacity. Will come and guard your mind and your heart in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. What does that mean? It simply means when I find myself in unexplainable problems. You've tried to resolve it. It's not being resolved. It's not being resolved. You've tried everything. Stop worrying. Cast it unto God. The peace of God will come into you. And you continue with your life. One day you may understand it, one day you will see it, or you may not understand it, but the peace of God should remain in your heart. God cannot use you if every day you are (laughs) worried. Every day you you wake up to worry. When is God going to deposit that creative idea? When is God going to connect you with the people that you need in your life when you are always worried? Hallelujah. When is God going to use you if you are always worried? But when we have peace in our heart, we are open to to the direction of God, to the instructions of God. Hallelujah. Are you learning something? Are you learning something? Which brings me to the next point about the world. The world will offer you uncontrollable worry. (laughs) Hallelujah. I I think I spoke a lot on the previous point about worry. The world will will offer you uncontrollable worry. Every time you up, you know, you switch on the radio or talk radio, people are worried. Uh, people are worried about the economy. People are worried ab- about the pandemic. People are worried about their family. People are worried about pe- this just worry. Hallelujah. Somebody selling you something. They want you to resolve your worry or you know, they, they will sell you a policy. So <laughs> You know, you're preparing for your death already. You know, you're preparing. You know, there will, everything in this world is fear driven. Hallelujah. If you don't do this, then this will not happen. If you don't, then, if, then you are always acting on fear. Hallelujah. But Christ says, if you come to me, you have a relationship with me. The Bible says, perfect love casts out fear. Hallelujah. Therefore, when you move in perfect love, we will not have fear. In our hearts. The book of Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 24 says. We have had reports about them. And our hands hang hang limp. Anguish has gripped us. Listen to that. Anguish has gripped us. Pain like that of a woman in labor. Hallelujah. Anguish. When anguish has gripped us. It means we are in constant state of fear and worry. Hallelujah. When we are in constant state of fear and worry, that's a good environment for the devil to take advantage of you. That's a good environment because the devil, what the devil does, he uses fear. You may, you may fear that you will be rejected and do something because you are afraid that your group will, will reject you. Hallelujah. You, know, you, may, you may do certain things just to be accepted in a particular community and lose yourself. But when you have peace, God will always tell you who you are. The Bible will always tell you who you are. You will always say, I know who God says I am. Hallelujah. Therefore, you don't have to, you don't have to do anything outside of God's will to please somebody because you want to satisfy them. You want to, you want to, you want to make them happy. Hallelujah. Or act in anger or act in vengeance. Simply because you are you are afraid, you are you have fear. You know when you when you are a person who wants to reverse things or or act in vengeance, you are afraid because you want to show your power. Also, you want to show that I'm also I also I also can do that. Then you, you want to revenge. You know? The most you we are, we assess or we see your, that you are powerful when you when you when you when you say I I have the capacity. I'm, am, I am able to revenge. But I am not going to do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because the Bible says. Vengeance is mine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you learning something? Thank. You. Say, say with me. Father. I thank you. That I, I do not rely. On the peace. From the world. But I rely. On the peace. That I have. In Jesus Christ. On earth. Peace. Peace doesn't come from the earth. But Jesus speaks. Peace. Peace to the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The book of Luke chapter 2. Verse 10 to 14 says. Do not be afraid. I bring you what? Good news. What is good news to somebody who is in lack? It's provision Right? What is good news to somebody who is sick? It's healing. What is good news to somebody who is, who is tormented? It's deliverance. Hallelujah. Therefore, Jesus says, I bring you what? Good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with, with the angel, praising God and singing glory to God in the highest. And on, e- on, and on earth, peace to man on whom his favor rests. Hallelujah. Therefore, peace, when we speak peace on earth, it's not for everyone, but it's for for men on whom his favor rests. Hallelujah. Therefore, because, say with me, Father, I thank you that that his favor, that your favor rests on me. Therefore, I have peace. I have peace. I have clarity of mind. In Jesus name. The book of John chapter 14 verse 27, he says, "I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And peace I give, it's not fragile like peace like the peace like the peace the world gives. So do not be troubled or afraid. Hallelujah. The peace that the world gives is so fragile. You know why? Because today I'll have peace because I know how much I have in my bank account. <laughs> but tomorrow, if that money is gone, I'm worried now. How am I going to do that? How am I going to pay? How am I going to get to work? How am I going to... You start to worry. Hallelujah. But he says, he says, I give you the peace that I give is not fragile. It remains there. Even when my bank account is so low, I'm still the same. Hallelujah. I'm still the same. I'm not worried because he said he will he shall supply all my needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Eh? Therefore, you should not worry. You should just rely on what God said. Because when we worry, that's when the devil starts to, you know, you know when if it's a head of of goats or or sheep, you know, the one that oh or a springbok, or whatever, né? the one that the lion will attack, it is the one that starts to move away from the rest of them. Hallelujah. Therefore, when you start to worry, you start to move away from the presence of God. You start to move away from the fellowship with the Holy Spirit when you're worried. And the devil, that's where the devil will attack you. Hallelujah. That's where the joy will just vanish. Sometimes, Sometimes, you know what I do? I just laugh for nothing. there is no joke, there is nothing and I just start to laugh at the devil and I know when I start to do that, I'm discouraging him, when he's pursuing and you know shooting thoughts into my mind and say, you're not going to make it you're going to fail, you're going to, I start laughing at him and say, you are too late devil I've seen what God has done for me in my life I've seen him pulling me through that and that and that and that, You you are too late Devil, your problem is that you are always too late for me. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Therefore, when you do that, what are you doing? You are you are insisting on the peace of God in you. It, it's not just going to remain. The peace of God—you must insist on it remaining. Hallelujah. It's easy to worry. Human nature says it, you. Automate, when you see something, when you see a problem, you automatically start to worry. Hallelujah. Then, but but when, you are, when you know what you're teaching today, when that starts to happen, you must repent. Because the Bible says, do not worry. And if the Bible says, do not steal, and, it, and it's a sin to steal, right? And it says, do not worry. <laughs> and you worry, it means worrying is a, it's a sin. Therefore, when you worry, when you start to worry, you must repent and say, Lord, I repent. Because your word says, I should not worry. Now I cast my worries unto you. Hallelujah. You rep- and when you do that, you, will, you start to worry less, and worry less, and worry less. Because you know, when you worry, you must repent. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then you start to grow in, in trusting God for your cares. What should I do to live in peace? What should I do to live in peace? You must receive God's pardon. You must receive God's forgiveness. You must, you, must, you, must, you must tell yourself that you are in right standing with God. Hallelujah. You must see yourself always as the favorite child of God. Most of the time, the devil will want to, to, to make you look like you are the worst child of God. <laughs> you know? He wants, he, wants to, he wants you to look at yourself that way. But God, God, you must start to receive God's pardon for you to live in peace. The book of Romans chapter 5, verse 1, I love the scripture. It says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have peace with God. When you, are, when you have peace with somebody, it means you are, you are good, right? You're in good terms, right? Therefore, he says here, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God. Say with me, I have peace with God. There's nothing standing between me and my father. Me and my father, we are good. We're at peace with each other. Hallelujah. When you know that, you will always have peace. Because when when you think of asking for something, right, you run to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah you run to him and say father you said in your word <laughs> and you claim your promise and you know you are in good terms he will give you what you ask he say, ask and you shall be given number 2 is that run to god's presence yesterday during our christmas message i was teaching about the pre- the the present the present for this season is his presence right being in his presence therefore number two is that run to god's presence you cannot have peace if you do not embrace the presence of god in your life hallelujah fellowship with him fellowship with the holy spirit the book of isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 says you will keep you will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you hallelujah therefore when you, run, when you run in God's presence God will keep you in perfect peace hallelujah say, say with me when I run when I embrace when I spend time in God's presence he keeps me in perfect peace say he keeps me in perfect peace because I trust him. Hallelujah. He'll keep in perfect peace. When, you, when, when I start to worry, I repent and I start meditating on the word of God. Hallelujah. Start quoting scriptures or bursting tongues. Hallelujah. And the peace of God starts to do that all the time. Whether you're worried, whether you are facing a challenge or you don't have an answer. Sometimes when I'm looking, have you looked for something or keys or, or something and you can't find them and, and you look and, and you look. I realize that when I take a step back you know, and I say, Lord, please help me find the keys. And I start praying in tongues, praying in tongues. We'll find them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the devil will keep you worried and you're looking and you're looking and you don't, you don't want to go back and think, what happened? He, he will keep you worried and you'll be asking everyone and blaming everyone. And I know my mother you, you are the one with the keys. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, you know you're, always, you're always blaming everyone. But if you take your time, you step back and say, Lord, help me through this. I will get them. Hallelujah. He will show you. They, they will be there. Sometimes it's a challenge that you don't have a solution to. And say, Lord, maybe it's at work or whatever. Lord, I need a solution to this. I don't know how to resolve. Everyone is looking at me. Maybe there are people who are looking for you to fail. But you must say, Lord, I run to your presence. I run to your presence. You must know where to run. Hallelujah. Where do you run? To his presence. Hallelujah. Have a place in your house where you say, this is where. this is where I go. This is where I run to. Hallelujah! When I pray in this spot, somebody knows. You can pray everywhere, but when I say I'm going to this spot, Hallelujah! Now something must happen. Something must move. Hallelujah! We run to His presence because we want we value value peace in your life. When you value peace in your life, a lot of things will fall into place without you moving an inch, because you allow God. Peace allows God. To move on your behalf. Peace allows God to fight your battle. Peace, peace allows God to make you to be a more than a conqueror. Peace allows God to work miracles in your life. Peace allows God to defend you. Peace allows God to accelerate you. Peace allows God to, to pour out his abundance in your life. Hallelujah. Say with me, the peace of God. The peace of God guards my heart. God's my heart, my mind in Christ Jesus. Therefore, I allow God, I allow the word of God to flourish in my life. Every promise of God is yes and amen in my life. In Jesus' name. And you will only say that when you have peace in your heart. When you're worried, you will blame people for what you for what you have lost, for what you're going through, and all. But when you have peace, you will say, God, doesn't matter what I'm going through. In the fire, you are with me. In the water, as long as I, you are with me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Most of the time, we want, we, want to get, we want to get assurance that God is with me because things are going well. Hallelujah. We want to get that assurance. But when you have peace, you have assurance that he is with you, even in the fire. Because you're expecting a miracle out of that. You're expecting a solution out of that. You, you, you're expecting lemons to be turned into lemonade. Hallelujah. Whatever that the devil throws, it will be turned to be a stepping stone. A stumbling block will be a stepping stone to you for you. When that happens, that only happens when you have peace. Hallelujah. Sometimes sometimes God is bringing an opportunity and you say it's an attack. <laughs> you know, he's bringing a business opportunity and you say it's an attack. He's bringing you a network you say it's an you know, attack. The devil, the devil will want you to see that and, and, and things are coming in your life and God is bringing people and you say, because you have trust issues, you don't trust people and people, those people are there to lift you up. Now you have problems. Hallelujah. God is giving you opportunities and you're just rejecting. And you say, God, why aren't you blessing me? And God is saying, but I'm giving you. But when you have peace, you will see things clearly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you live in fear, everything is an attack. Everything. Everything is an attack. Hallelujah. But when you live in peace, you trust God's power. You say, even if I may may think it's an attack, but I'm not going to entertain that. My mind is saying it's an attack, but I'm saying it's an opportunity. God, show me. Show me. Unwrap this thing for me. So that I can experience your abundance in my life. Therefore, when we feel like we're worried, when we feel like we're losing our peace, run to his presence. Meditate. Hallelujah. Number three is that respect God's principles. If you want to live in peace, respect God's principle. God has set out his principles so that he can cover your entire life. Hallelujah. Therefore, if I don't respect this principle, for example, the principle of giving, I cannot expect abundance on the other side. If I don't respect a principle of fellowship with him, I cannot expect him to fellowship with me on the other side. Hallelujah. We must respect God's principle. The, 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 book, of, the book of Psalms 119. I love this chapter. It's, it's a very long chapter. Make time to read this chapter. Psalms 119 says, Great peace have they, have, have they who love your law. There where he says the law, you can say the word, Right? Who love your word. And nothing can make them stumble. Therefore, when, when, we, when, when we love the word of God. When we love the way God does things. The Bible says we will not just have peace. But we will have great peace. No, and it says nothing can make them stumble. If I want to, if I want to achieve whatever that I have set myself to achieve. I must. I must love the word of God. Do things by the principles of the word of God. Whichever plan, business, career, it's family, everything we must do them by the word of God. And the Bible says, great peace is for us. Hallelujah. Say when I do things by the word of God, great peace is for me. Nothing can make me to stumble. Hallelujah. Therefore, if I want to be effective and achieve greatness in my life, I must meditate on the word of God. The last thing, I hope it's the last thing. And we close. Rely on God's provision. Hallelujah. Rely on God's provision. Am I saying quit your job and say I don't, I'm not going to work and God is going to... No. know. See your a, see a job as something that God is using to provide for you. Not your job as the provision. If it's a business, see the business as something that God is using to provide. If it's people, see those people as, as, to, as vessels that God is using to provide for you. Therefore, the source of every provision in our life, see it coming from God. And rely on that provision. So that even if, even if somebody is cut out of your life, the provision will still be there. Even if the job is cut out of our lives, the provision will still remain there. Because you are looking at the provider, not the vessel. Hallelujah. Everyone, everyone of us have got taps in our houses, right? Right? But the tap is not the source of the water. The source is the dam, Right? Therefore if the dam runs dry, even if you can have 10 taps in your house, there will not be water in your house. Therefore, God is that dam of provision. Hallelujah. Therefore when we rely on God, we'll have peace. Even when the, we, the things that, for example, that, that are used by God to bring provision to us, there's challenges with them, you still say, "But you are the provider. You are the gyra. Hallelujah, you are the provider. If you close this door, there's another door opening. What I know, the bottom line is that you are providing. Hallelujah. That's why sometimes, you know, the devil will challenge our belief and our principles because we are in fear that this tap will be closed. But as long as the dam still has water, another tap will will bring me water. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Therefore, it is very important to understand and to rely on, on God's provision. That's why when, 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 when there's nothing in the house, you still say, God, you're still the provider. You are providing for me. And provision will come. Even from the least expected people or source <laughs> or vessel. Hallelujah. Because when, we look, when I look at this person as my provider, then when they don't provide, I fight them when they don't do as expected people are people yeah. hallelujah they will change tomorrow they will they will change on us they will turn on us tomorrow but when we rely on god our peace will remain intact and the provision the devil cannot stop the provision from god in your life but he can stop a provision from a man hallelujah say so i have peace for provision because i rely on god's provision Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, verse 6 and 7, it says, Do not worry about anything, right? Anything means <laughs> because that's what anything means, right? Anything, nothing excluded. You might say, but why you not worry? This is huge the Bible says, Do not worry about, therefore, if you worry, you are saying, God, I'm taking your job. God, you are not the Lord of my life. Because he's saying, do not worry about anything. It doesn't matter how big, it doesn't matter how small. He says, do not worry about anything. But he says, don't just say, I'm not going to worry. Because if you just say, I'm not going to worry, you're going to worry. And you, you're going to worry that you're not, you're not worried. Or you. <laughs> but he says, instead of that, he says, instead, pray about everything. Hallelujah. Instead pray about everything. Tell God your needs and do not forget to thank him for his answers. Therefore, therefore what keeps us worried even after we've prayed is that we do not thank God for his answer. We just God, give me this, give me this. I will thank you when you give it to me. <laughs> But, the, but the, the principles of God or the way God does things that you, you ask him now, you believe that you have received now, and you thank him for, his, for giving it to you now. And you don't go back tomorrow and ask again. You go back and to, to give him thanks that he has given to you. And you continue to give thanks and continue to give thanks. And the devil will come and say, how do you give him thanks when you are not seeing anything moving? When you are not seeing any sign? If his money, when the palm of your hand is not itching, (laughs) how do you start to thank him? It's because when you thank him, that's where your faith is. Because you thank him for what you have not seen. Hallelujah. And says, do not forget to give him thanks for the answers. You say, Lord, I thank you that you've given me this. Lord, I thank you that you've given me this. Lord, I thank you that you've given you start to say that, and let me tell you, the peace of God will come into you, and you continue to do that and you will see the results. There is nothing that I've asked God for, and I gave thanks that I've not received. Hallelujah. That's why we have those prayer cards that have got a thanksgiving prayer at the back so that you can go back and thank him from there. Thank him from there. And let me, if I bring my prayer cards and put them here, you will see the answers. Hallelujah. Why? Because God respects his principles. Hallelujah. If you do, if you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the, than the, than, than the man Mind can understand. Hallelujah. Which is far more wonderful than the man mind can understand. Hallelujah. Say with me, Father, I rely on your provision. Say, Father, I rely on your provision. Can you stand on your feet? Can you stand on your feet? Say, Father, I thank you for peace in my heart. The peace that is not fragile. The peace that is everlasting. Thank you, Lord, that in all circumstances I see you at the center of everything in my life. Worry is not my portion. Father, today I take peace as my portion. I experience great peace in my life. Even in difficult circumstances, I experience peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you, Lord, that you are able to use me. Creative ideas I deposited in my heart and my mind, for I have peace in my heart. I see you, Lord, as my provider. I see you, Lord, as reliable. I see you, Lord, as my healer. I see you, Lord, as my provider. Thank you, Lord, for your love in my life. Thank you, Lord, for your abounding love in my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Family, thank you so much for joining us uh, this morning in our service and we, we wish you a a wonderful new year, or a jolly new year, or what, what is it? <laughs> a prosperous new year. Hallelujah. Can you all close our eyes? Can you all close our eyes? And if you here and you say, and you're joining us online and, and you say, "I want this peace of God in my life." The peace of God will not happen if you have not decided to follow Jesus. Today I want to give you an opportunity to, follow, to take Jesus as a Lord and Savior. If you are here with us and you are there online, please just inbox us to say you've decided to follow Jesus with all eyes closed. If you are here with us, you can just raise your hand with us here and, uh, and you can put it down. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for that hand. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's say together. Father, I come before you. I repent from all of my sins. Today, I take Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving my life. And I promise... To serve you for the rest of my life. Father, send your Holy Spirit in me. To guide me. To coach me. To encourage me. To teach me. And to correct me. And to empower me. Thank you, Lord. For your grace. And for your love. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And if you've prayed that prayer with us. Let me tell you this, you are a brand new child of God. And please get in contact with us. You are here in the building. Please, I uh, will give you the pastoral care form so that we can, we can pastor you better and tell you about the decision that you have made. Thank you, family. Let me, let me release a blessing over your life. Just raise your right hand and say, Father, I thank you for this coming week. It's the best week of my life. I'm favored in this week. Everyone wants to work with me. Everyone wants to favor me. I'm a blessing wherever I go. I carry your peace wherever I am. Thank you, Lord, for creative ideas. Thank you, Lord, that you are perfecting everything that concerns me. Thank you, Lord, for this week. I'm favored in it. I'm able... To share my faith with people that I meet. I'm able to make a difference in somebody's life. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your angels that encamp around and about me. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for protecting me. Thank you, Lord, for protecting my family. Thank you, Lord, for protecting my community. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's say this together. Let's say, city of Tawane. You belong to Jesus. City of Tuane, our Lord God is your God. Let's say CFC Petronoth, it has all the resources to meet the needs of our community. Thank you, Lord, for growing us. Thank you, Lord, for giving us influence in this city. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, family. We're going to have our coffee there and quickly pack and and go. Thank you so much for joining us. Amen and amen.